Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Seattle to Unknown. I am Melinda. And I'm Sarah. And we are a travel podcast. A soothing travel podcast. Still. Somehow. <laughs> soothing or a travel podcast? A travel podcast. Oh. Soothing is also is new. Travel is still what we are. I think it's only soothing if I use the soothing voice, and then if I just talk normally, it's probably just obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> we need to switch into our NPR voices. This week on Seattle to Unknown, we will be discussing vacations. Not just any vacations, but staycations. Mm, good times. I can't do that. I don't know. Nope. <laughs> Maybe if I tried really you need hard. You to listen to more NPR so you practiced. I, I can do the voice, but I can't sustain it without laughing. Because it's a little ridiculous. Just channel your Anna Gasteyer and do your delicious dish voice. We can talk about sweaty balls. Sweaty balls? It's a family recipe for delicious, salty, sweaty balls. God, I should work for NPR. Call me NPR. I could totally do the voice. My name isn't weird enough, but I could change it. I mean, you might as well. My name's so boring. Someone give me a better name. I need an NPR name generator. Chuck Nut. Come on, we talked about this. Your new first name is Chuck Nut. Ooh, NPR has their own NPR name generator. Do it, do it, do it. Give me one second. I think we need new names. Let's, like, right out of the gate, let's get off topic, let's get distracted. This is what podcasting's all about, I'm pretty sure. Oh, it says, take the first letter of your middle name and insert it anywhere you'd like in your first name. And then, your last name is the smallest foreign town you've ever visited. Presto, you too can compete with Korva Coleman, Lakshmi Singh, and... Another name that I cannot pronounce. Okay, so your first initial of your middle name. Or your middle initial, I suppose. I, w- I would be like Maminda Vatican. Does that count? Does the Vatican count? <laughs> Maminda Vatican. That's pretty good. So I guess that would make me be... Um, uh, Yours is a little bit trickier. Damn it, we have the same middle initial. Samra? Samra Alsdorf. Samra Alsdorf. I like these. Let's change our names. Hello, Samra's Alsdorf. I'm Maminda Vatican. I like this. This is fun. Okay, everybody find your NPR name and let us know. I just want to point out that your name would actually be Memlinda. Just insert the letter in there. It doesn't mean get rid of all the other letters. <laughs> nope, Maminda. Okay. I mean, it's NPR. There are no rules. Memlinda. Maminda Vatican. But no, seriously, <laughs> it, uh, play along. Find your NPR name and let us know what your new name is. Because this is pretty great. Excuse me, <laughs> mister. We have a guest today. My cat just jumped up, up on the desk and he... He just wants to be a part of everything. Hey. Hey, little naughty boy. Get off. Thank you. Cat. Cats yes, are they so are. rude. Yeah, you agree? I mean, yeah. I think all animals are rude. 
on the one hand, I've got a cat who keeps deciding that my face is exactly where she wants to sit. And then on the other hand, I have a dog who decides, you know what? Cat doesn't need food. I'm just going to pick up her bowl and walk away. Yeah. Okay. These cats. Uh, anyways, now that we've found our NPR names, because that was very important, <laughs> uh, cocktail of the week? My cocktail is more of that flavored mineral water. It's uh, orange maracuya. I was going to have wine because this is a week that requires wine, but I forgot to chill it and I don't want warm wine. Be a rebel. Mm. You got white wine then? Yeah. Because you don't chill red unless you're a heathen. (laughs) Yeah. No, I just... I need wine. Anybody else feeling that? Does everyone feel like they just really need wine? Yes. Very much so. So what's your cocktail this but week? But I do not have wine. Magically still in, well, I mean, it should be in date, but in the back of the fridge, I found out that I still had a, a couple of the Canada Dry with cranberry ginger ale. Mm-hmm. So I'm drinking that. A little, a little fizzy happiness liquid sugar. Mm-hmm. That's sugar in its best state. I don't know. Anytime like chocolate and peanut butter come together, that's pretty good too. Mm, Veto. Why do you hate fun, Sarah? I don't hate fun. I hate peanut butter, which is the opposite of fun. No, peanut butter is delightful. Food should not be such a challenge to eat. (laughs) Maybe for you. I don't know. (laughs) I, I want to eat food that wants to be swallowed, not food that's like, no, and tries to claw its way back out. I will stay in the mouth. Like overcooked steaks? Exactly. Which is why sugar in its best form is liquid. Duh. Maybe. Do we have updates? Uh, I think our update is just going to flow very nicely into our news story, which is that, um, as you may have noticed, the coronavirus is a nightmare. Is a pandemic. So this is hitting everybody. Yes, everybody. is. So I currently live in the hotbed of the virus in Germany. Melinda lives in the hotbed for the U.S. Between the two of us. Yep. I swear this has nothing to do with us. No. Uh, But I don't know. I'm considered an essential worker. Yeah. I mean. No working from home for me. Last night... And the German chancellor gave a speech about uh, what's going on and basically, you know, keep morale up. And she took a moment specifically to thank people who work in grocery stores as they are the front line of keeping everyone else fed. It's grocery and it's healthcare workers right now. Please, please be kind to them. Anybody that is open still, be kind to them. It's been Mm -hmm. a hell of a week. Every time I think, man, this really sucks for us because we haven't really discussed it on the podcast before. I do, in fact, work in the travel industry tangentially and things are, I mean, I can't get into any specifics, but I think it's pretty well known that all travel related companies are taking massive hits right now. And among other companies, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, lots and lots are, but like the industry on the whole is just not sure if we have a future. Every time I think, man, things are so uncertain, this is so scary, I'm like, but at least I am not in a grocery store right now because that seems very challenging. 
Yay, me. I do work in grocery, and it's definitely different. And if somebody knows why we're all about the toilet paper hoarding right now, please let me know. We don't understand. (laughs) Not to brag or anything, but I'm not, because this smarty pants went and bought herself a bidet. (laughs) Yeah, but of all things, toilet paper. Like, where did this get started? I don't know. I can think of a million other things that would be more useful to hoard because as anyone who's ever been in a pinch before knows, where there's a will, there's a way to wipe your butt. But please remember, if you're resorting to natural items found in nature, if they come in threes, let them be. Huh? If the leaves come in three, if it's like three, you usually don't want to touch those. Ah, okay. Yeah. That's your, like, your um, outdoor youth organization PSA. But don't forget your poop goose. Exactly. Poop geese. Poop goose. The one in most places that you have to look out for is the leaves that are shaped like spiky hearts. If they have a jagged edge. Which I do believe. I believe nettles are three points. No, they aren't. Aren't they? Where's my phone? They grow out in opposite directions. But yeah, don't use the nettles. They're shaped like hearts, they've got a jagged edge, and they sting. They might look friendly with their heart shape, but they're not. Anyways, I think that's our news and our updates. Yeah, basically, Melinda is working a shit ton, and my entire company has moved to home office, which is a big adjustment because working at home with a dog and an unhealthy cat is a lot But the alternative is we would all still be in the same office. And as a super international company, we would probably get sick very quickly. But who knows? Maybe we are already and we're all asymptomatic. We have no idea. It's all up in the air. So exciting. So in these very unknown, uncertain times, today we bring you the quarantine staycation episode. Which, it's not going to be a true staycation sort of thing, but it's things that can help you get through these times right now. Yeah, and I... Give give you a little light in the tunnel. Yeah, and when things are challenging, one of the best things you can do is maintain a positive attitude or frame things in a positive way. Maybe if you are like me, if you think of things as, you know, this is just a staycation. I get to work from home. It maybe. It's a little bit brighter than, oh shit, we're all sick, let's work from home. I know it's not easy. I myself is not, is not? I myself am not a naturally super optimistic person. That's just not how I am. I like to be more of the devil's advocate. Um, But it's important to have some hope, realistic hope, stay more positive. And the more we get along and work with people that we do have to interact, the easier things are going to be. And admittedly, that's very easy for, or it's more easy for the two of us who are both currently gainfully employed. If you work in one of the other industries that's taking a hit right now, like small businesses of any type, restaurants, that sort of thing. If you are a gig worker who now can't work, we get that that staying positive is a little bit slightly, harder. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot harder. So, but so working at staying positive is going to be more challenging for some than others but that doesn't mean there aren't things that all of us can at least 
try to implement. Most of these things that we're about to talk with are free and or things you already have access to. So even people who are out of work can do most, if not all of these things. More or less, yes. Or maybe this is when you learn something new, take up something new. Maybe this is when you go back to school like you said you're going to do. Online classes uh, I feel like that's still happening. Not so cheap. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying maybe this is your time. Maybe this is your your moment. You always want to become a public notary? Well, now's your time to learn. Get that seal. Notarize those documents. I mean, why not? How cool could you be coming back and be like, what's up? <laughs> public notary here to help side note do you know how hard it is to cancel your notary certification you have to provide proof that you've damaged your seal and those things are very heavy duty one of my former co-workers was a notary and she canceled her certification or whatever it's called and she had to run it over with her car so maybe that's your new project don't want to be i was gonna say like how do you change your mind don't want to be a notary anymore? Run that sucker over. It could be fun. That could be fun. But seriously, I thought about like learning how just for funsies. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Could be fun. Um, but let's talk about this. So we have a quarantine staycation sort of thing going on everywhere. Eventually, it might get a little bit boring, but we want to give you some ideas to keep it going, keep it interesting, mix it up a little bit, if you will. You are now on quarantine, or if not quarantine, maybe you're just socially isolating in order to... Oh, no, 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 no. It's called social distancing, which is something I've been practicing most of my life. Uh, It's called social isolating here. Oh, social distancing sounds a little bit cooler. But whichever one you are practicing, whether it is optional for you at at this stage or if it's required by your local government, here are some things that you can do. This whole process may very well be stressful and a little intimidating so why not give yourself a spa day for instance go through your cabinets and pull out that old bath bomb that you were going to use and then you never got around to it or maybe a sheet mask you've got lying around a foot soak you could do that with just hot water and epsom salts or paint your nails do a hair mask just do whatever it takes to give yourself a moment of relaxation and I can't speak for everyone, but I know that I've always got some random lush stuff kicking around somewhere. Now's your time to use it. Taking a moment out for yourself to have like a spa day could help you feel like you're doing your normal routine. If that's something you kind of did more regularly, you know, it, it makes you feel like it's like life's a little bit more normal. And keeping a routine is something that they say is very important, which is why my company requires everyone to be on a group call with your department at 10 a.m. every single day. Honestly, we're not talking about much. It's like, hey, you awake? Yeah, you awake? But it's holding us all accountable for the fact that we have to keep some sort of schedule and wake up at a normal hour, and it keeps us feeling somewhat human. Granted, we're only four days into this, so ask me again in four weeks, because (laughs) We've been told we're going to be doing home office for two full months at minimum. <laughs> so, uh, and but I see how that could be important because otherwise I'm just going to sleep till four and, you know, 
turn my sleep schedule entirely around and make a mess of things. Yeah. Well, and keeping that regular schedule of some sort, it might have to adjust from what it used to be. But keeping it more or less in the same times, you know, of getting up and going to bed, doing certain things, it's going to help you stay on track. It's going to help you pass the day versus just sleeping it or just binge watching (laughs) Netflix. But let's do talk about that for a moment. (laughs) This is your moment to catch up on that movie series that you wanted to watch or watch. I guess like a Mm -hmm. lot of museums are having like virtual tours that you can do and yeah everybody's banding together sort of so that's kind of the cool thing and they're like hey we know you can't get out and about so this is free right now come check us out yeah so let's say you're like melinda and i where or you're like literally anyone at this moment where you are in one location and your friends are isolated somewhere else now is a great time to use a service called netflix together which or netflix party Netflix Party. Is that what it's called? I think it's Netflix Party. Whatever. You can Netflix together if you really want to. They have a way. Uh, Yeah, it is Netflix Party. It's a Chrome extension where everybody joins. Melinda's doing a a celebratory dance because she was right. (laughs) You log in. Suck it, chuck a nut! (laughs) You log in. You pick your movie, hit play, and then there's like a chat bar on the side. So you can all watch it together. You can communicate together. And that way you're all still having group experiences and socialization, despite the fact that you're physically separated. And in fact, I reached out to my sister earlier and said, hey, do the kids need something to do this weekend? Because let's pick a movie and we'll watch it together. So we actually are going to use this one pretty quick. But fun fact, Sarah and I have figured out how to do this long before self-quarantining yeah where and i would pick something to watch and say okay you're gonna start it at this time hit play and then we would just message back and forth our comments on things we should do that again we should yeah so you know our that's back when she lived in the states in la and you know there's still a distance but we were in the same time zone we can still make this work and And the nice thing about this one is that there's one play and pause button for everyone so if i hit pause everyone watching is paused at the same time so there's no need to i'm at this timestamp. okay everybody hit set and or hit play in 10 9 none of that it just automatically works yeah the the internet provides yeah. and they made this a lot <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of people one of us messaging <laughs> the other like ha 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 that was so funny and then the other one going wait for it wait for it oh yeah that was funny <laughs> what yeah, we had a bit of a delay, but we made it work. So you too can do this. Even if you guys don't necessarily have Netflix, if you, you can find something on like YouTube, something that somebody's created content for. That way it's a little it's a little old school having to count down and play at the same time, but totally doable. But you highly do, recommend. You do feel a little bit like a spy when before you start you say, Okay, synchronize our watches back when we had watches. <laughs> Do you even own a watch? I have an Apple Watch. Yeah, I'm like, I have a Fitbit and I can't synchronize the time. It's automatic. But regardless, that is an option for you. And like I said, I'm trying it out tomorrow or Saturday with my niece and nephew, which by the time this comes out will be yesterday. Time is confusing. Um, Stop. Don't don't time jump. You're going to make me confused. (laughs) 
I don't know what day of the week it is. That's the interesting thing is someone pointed out on the internet that we're all thinking of this as home office day one or quarantine day one. And I realized I've been doing that too. It's not until I look at my calendar at work that I know what day it is. Could not tell you. I've just worked way too many days in a row because I used to have event plans, which it was going to be a long week before, but then all of this happened. So it became like the never ending story Mm -hmm. of work. So yeah. Yeah. Somehow I got a little brain dead towards the end. Somehow we're in March, despite the fact that 2020 has been 20 months long. Which I think we can all agree upon. Yeah. So another thing you can do is if you have a library card, you do not actually need to go into the library. Most libraries will have ebooks online that you can download. And a lot of them are lifting the restrictions on how long they can be checked out for or how many people can check them out. So get your ebooks and keep yourself entertained. There's no need to spend a ton of money on Amazon buying yourself lots and lots of ebooks if they're already available for public consumption for free. And going along with that, if you haven't gotten a library card yet, if you use the app Libby, it will send you to your website for your local county whatever library system to get you a, an electronic card. And then you can use that app to check out ebooks through and read them through or audiobooks too. So. That's one way. That's how I went since I moved to a different county and I'm kind of lazy to actually <laughs> go to the library. Uh, I got <laughs> I got an e-library e card and I'm able to um, check out ebooks, audiobooks, all that good stuff. So it's kind of nice and I could do it all on my phone. You could do it on a tablet, anything where that app is supported, basically. Free, all free. Free. Free is my favorite word. So let's say you are quarantining or isolating in a house with a well-stocked kitchen. Now might be a good time to cook, to try to cook a meal you've had on your adventures at some point. So you remember that one really good dish you had in Jamaica? Why not trying your hand at making it yourself? Will it be the same? Probably not. Will it be good? I don't know your cooking skills, so maybe. <laughs> Wow. I make no guarantees. I know what my cooking skills are, and I know that I can't cook very well, but your mileage may vary. And it gives you a way to sort of relive an experience that you've had before. And actually, when we were talking about Netflix, one of the things we forgot to mention is maybe now's a time to watch a movie set someplace that you either want to go to or dreaming of going to or that you've been to before and you want a little taste of that adventure again. Just because you're in isolation doesn't mean that you can't dream of the outside world. Because in fact, I think that's what most of us are doing. I'm not even dreaming of too far away. I just want to know what the other side of town looks like. That would be an adventure right now. Why did you forget? Yeah, it's so far and it's been so long. (laughs) I mean... The only hard part is of that is that like certain places have like certain specific dishes. It'd be really hard to get the can of stinky fish from Sweden right now <laughs> and make a meal out of that. Oh man, that's a way to end isolation really quick. Open one of those in the hallway of your building and suddenly everyone will be outside. Don't do that. I feel like that. you're going to get arrested. Yeah, Probably. don't do that. But use this opportunity to try a new dish or try your hand at making a new dish unless you're sarah please don't set your kitchen on fire i've only done that once and it's been ages please know your limits to your cooking skills (laughs) 
But let's say that you are in a kitchen and you're running low on a lot of things and you're looking at the ingredients in front of you and like, I don't know what these things add up to be. There is a website called supercook.com where you check off the ingredients you have and it gives you a list of possible recipes. So let's say you've got smelly Swedish fermented fish, one egg, a spoonful of sugar, and I don't know, kale. I don't know what you could come up with with those things, but this website does. (laughs) Except it'll probably tell you, hey buddy, don't open that can. But you, you put that down right now. Many times when I was in a pinch and it was too late to go to a grocery store or it was a Sunday when everything is closed, I've gone on this website. I'm like, oh, super cook, help me. I don't know what to make. And it goes, you've got so little here. There's only three options, but here they are. But that could just be fun to play with to see what new meals you can come up with too, based on what you have on hand. Yeah. Give you something slightly and- more adventurous. Yeah, I dig it. Not being stuck in a food rut is always good. Having a way out is good. That's a good resource under any circumstance. Yeah, for sure. Also, speaking about having good resources and maybe trying something new, exercise. That's still really important. And right now there's so many online options and people are sharing what these options are. Yoga is especially easy to find. One of the apps that I have from for a yoga class, they've opened it up everything's free right now i think until at least the first of april they might change it based on how things are going but you have access to the whole app everything in it um a lot of people are having on instagram they're going live and they're having like free workouts for people so stay in your routine exercise is important especially since potentially we're not moving around so much being home so it's good to take a moment it's good for you it helps you know clear the fatigue of just sitting and eating all your quarantine snacks which for some reason are all salty and carby you don't want to know what i've rung up this week (laughs) oh but i do i'm a little concerned for people especially the ones are like i don't know how to cook but here i am buying so much food (laughs) i'm like oh you're a grease fire waiting to happen yeah my problem is that it's really really hard to get produce the produce just flies off the shelves and then i'm like okay what have i got here here's a can of tomato sauce a lot of beans some lentils and a bag of carrots what am i making now to super cook (laughs) yeah pretty much uh don't forget that frozen and canned veggies are also good yep if you can't get fresh there's other options but i digress um yeah lots of exercise online things people are opening up their services and what they do um if they if you are able to and they are accepting maybe you know try and donate some some moolah to them too yep and they're one of the things that i always find challenging is that i'm in a very small apartment there's not a whole lot of room to do things like yoga like there's no space for push-ups there's no space for that kind of thing but there's a website or an app called Freeletics where it helps you find exercises you can do without any equipment, which is the other issue. It's like, oh, well, just pick up this dumbbell. Like, I, I don't have dumbbells. Like, well, these exercise bands. I don't have exercise bands. What can I do using just me? And ooh, you're like the MacGyver of exercise. <laughs> because I yeah. exercise with paper clips and diffuse bombs at the same time. Well, I was thinking like that can of tomato sauce you had and didn't know what to do with. 
that's a that's a weight right there. This is true. Before you cook with it, though. <laughs> Not after. Got a dog? This is true. I could Deadlift just... Deadlift the dog. <laughs> Deadlift the dog. <laughs> That's why I have different animals of different sizes. It's just different weights. <laughs> I don't know what that motion is, but... I don't know either. Good lord. Good thing this isn't, like, live or anything. I'm sorry. We should do a live podcast. That would be fun. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but anyway, Maybe when we l- get super bored. Instead of live watching a movie together, we'll just live podcast. Um, so, at least for me, I am in isolation by myself. And uh, that's going to get old real fast because I am not interesting. No, she's not. I know her. <laughs> I know her. I- it's Santa! I know him! <laughs> um, so one of the things you might want to do is have like a weekly FaceTime, Skype, Zoom, whatever with family or friends. So that way you have some contact to the outside world that is not via work stuff. Aww, I'm keeping you sane. I wouldn't go that far. You haven't helped thus I'm, far. Yeah, I don't think either <laughs> one of us really seen. But I'm helping. I help. I'm an essential worker. <laughs> You're not working for me. Rude. This call is I over. Mean, when you when you open up a shop here, then you will be helping me. But until then, my local Reva is helping me. Well, if your friends are super boring and you don't want to FaceTime them or Skype or whatever, uh, find a game that you can play with them online. Yeah. Then you can talk less. Or more, depending on the game. And the friend. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't think either of us are super big into games. So I don't it's know. It's me more than her. Yeah. But I don't do online gaming because I'm really bad at it. Unless it's like Nintendo, I'm not good at it. Plus, I don't want to be humiliated by a 12-year-old. For the record, playing mouse and keyboard, like PC gaming, playing Far Cry 5, I can't drive the cars in that game. It is very (laughs) difficult. I'm really bad at it. So, yeah, I wouldn't want to online publicly embarrass myself like that by, like, being the drunk driver when completely (laughs) sober in a game. Yeah, I... Knowing that I would need more entertainment, I went into the app store and looked for a desktop game I could play. And I found out that they re-released Mist for Max. I don't know what that Mist is. Mist was like an old school, early 90s desktop game, like a click-through mystery type thing that my dad played. And I remember being scared of it as a kid. So I downloaded it and started playing and I realized it's not a scary game. I don't know where I got the idea it was scary. But yeah, that's fun. Find old games. Um, If online gaming isn't necessarily for you... There are a bunch of online classes that you can actually do. Yeah, and lots of people are opening up their classes for free. I think they see this as an excellent marketing opportunity. Give people a trial for free when they need it, and they'll think fondly of you, and if they like the content, they'll continue after you start charging again. Or again, if there is an opportunity and you're able to, try and drop them some money. Especially because a lot of... I think a lot of small businesses are trying to go to the online side. Um, 
A lot of entertainers are like going to Cameo to try and make content and try and still make money because they can't go and do their live shows. So if you can, try and help out your favorites. Yep. My niece got a Cameo for Christmas, I think. Birthday, you said? From The Office? Yeah. It might have been- a birthday you were telling me about. I listen. Eh, it was it was either April or December, probably April. <laughs> That's a big difference. I hope you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, she had Meredith from the office say a variety of things, but basically, she was mostly shocked that what an eleven year old was interested in the office, in particular, the alcoholic character on the office. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that because yeah yeah interesting <laughs> i don't know maybe an 11 year old has a lot to relate to you an alcoholic character in a office setting i i mean yeah i i, I don't have anything funny to say i don't understand why children are obsessed with the office but it's definitely a thing i mean it's a good show it is but I don't know what about an office setting appeals to young children. But see, the sad thing is they're going to think that's how they actually are and they're going to get into one and it's like, nope, this is nothing like the show. Well, it's like the show if you strip out the fun stuff. But like the people saying offensive things that they're oblivious to, that's true. But back to the online classes. (laughs) Uh, Take an art class take a cooking class uh there's the website master classes so if you want to learn how to cook before going to supercook.com you can take classes with gordon ramsay or if you want to learn how to act there's ones from samuel l jackson yes i believe this is still a paid service but if it's something you're really interested in or think it might be worthwhile there you go i'm pretty sure gordon ramsay is actually nice in this and he's not just berating you the whole time that is a very different service He charges extra to berate (laughs) you. Yes, and call you panini head. (laughs) Stupid sandwich. Probably my favorite insult. Uh, But yeah, I mean, you know, if if you got the means, how cool would it be to learn how to act from Samuel L. Jackson? Little sad it's not Christopher Walken, though. (laughs) I feel like Samuel L. Jackson's class is more how to insert swear words into every other word. Like, between every other word. And Christopher Watkins is more about how to speak as slowly and as weirdly as possible. I would pay money for both of those classes, honestly. I want to see those two pair up and teach a combined class. Weird, slow, swear talking. Dear internet, (laughs) let's make this a thing. Um, If you don't want to learn anything like that, there's also Rick Steves travel videos. Yep, he has all kinds of- Who doesn't love Rick Steves? Uh, conservative people who don't believe in marijuana. But everyone else's game. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But he has all kinds of videos on YouTube that's like, here's how to pack your bag. Here's how to pick your destination. Here's how to plan. As well as classes on history and all that kind of stuff. So just go on to YouTube, type in Rick Steves. Yes, that's Steves with an S at the end. Because what is an episode of Seattle to Unknown without me explaining how to spell something? That's R-I-C-K-S-T-E-V-E-S. No apostrophe. Rick Steves. 
because he's plural now, for some reason. Now, can you use that in a sentence? Rick Steves talks a lot about marijuana. <laughs> Great selling point, Sarah. He talks about other things, too. Yeah, he's but like... Hip. He's trying to be hip for the kids. And his sweet 90s style. Oh, Rick Steves, the squarest white man alive. He's like a real-life Ned Flanders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone was talking about the incarceration rates for people of color related to marijuana crimes and how they're still in jail somehow. Like, and then there's Rick Steves. How, that is how we know there's a, there's a, um double standard there because he and his little chinos is it because they feel like they'd be incarcerating their father I think it's the chinos how do you incarcerate someone wearing chinos especially when they're pleat front does he also have like the dad new oh, balance sure. shoes does he wear Probably. those i feel like he would <laughs> oh rick rick steves <laughs> and to be clear i think um my thought is not that he should be incarcerated it's just that everyone with marijuana crime should not be incarcerated but anyway it's it's all or nothing you guys you can't pick and choose so if you have uh run out of online courses or things that you're interested in another thing you can do is just try a new podcast type in something that you're interested in into google and say podcast and guess what something will come up because there's i read recently that there's 850,000 different podcasts out there what's up podcast fam so there's surely something out there on a topic you are interested in not just ours although we are the best Tell your friends, tell your family about us. Yep. Please? Go find something out there. It's there. You just gotta look for it. If, although I will give you one specific recommendation of what might be the single best podcast episode, Reply All just did an episode called, I think it's called The Missing Hit, and they got in contact with this guy who had a weird moment with his girlfriend where he started singing this song, kind of joking about, hey, remember that song? And she said, no, never heard that song before in my life. And he goes, of course you have, it's this song. No, that that's not it. So that night he got frustrated and tried to find a link to it on YouTube, couldn't find it. He Googled the lyrics, found nothing, but he remembered every single lyric to this song. He ended up recording his own version of it where he does every single instrument just with his mouth, recites the entire thing, and they played it for studio executives and all kinds of people, and nobody could recognize the song. So they ended up hiring professional musicians to record it based on his memory. What? And they're like, well, it kind of sounds like it might be Bare Naked Ladies. Next thing you know, they're talking to the Bare Naked Ladies. And they're like, nah, man, it's not nope. us. So it's this whole process of taking this one moment where he's irritated because he can't find a song on the internet and trying to find it. And I won't spoil the whole thing, although I did just say. <laughs> but yeah, it's super fascinating and it's a really good episode. And it reminds me of every single time I've gotten something in my head and I'm like, what the hell is that? Or who was that actress? And you can't figure it out. How frustrating that is. So go listen. If you have felt that feeling, you will appreciate this episode. I'm intrigued for sure. Um, Another thing since we have so much free time to be on the webernets, plan your next vacation. 
loosely because, you know, don't have a specific time frame maybe, but research and daydream on, you know, that destination that you've always wanted to go to. You can plan the ultimate vacation and just think how great it's going to be when you finally get to go once things go back to normal. You know, it's it's keeping that realistic hope that, yes, it's crappy right now, but yes, things will go back to normal and you will be able to be out there in the world and traveling. So why not plan? Research out some places, research what the good places are to eat there, what to do, you know, just to remember that the outside world does still exist and you will be a part of it again. Yep. I know right now Germany is estimating things will go back to normal in a year and a half, which is a really frightening time period. Like, that's a that's a good chunk of time. But the way I'm choosing to look at it, because I need to stay positive, is that if I don't go on a vacation this year, because the summer, there's no certainty. If there's no certainty that we will be able to travel again by the summer, then I'm saving up my vacation money this year. I'm saving up my vacation money potentially next year. That means by the time I can get to traveling, I'm going to have a good chunk of change. And this could be a much more elaborate vacation than I've ever allowed myself to have. And honestly, after being in quarantine for however long it's going to be, that might be worth it to have a little bit more adventure, spend a little bit more than I would normally do just to celebrate the fact that this is over. That, hey, we made it. And, you know, that's only an estimate. It may not take that long. It may take who knows how long. We just don't know. So, you know, plan out what your ideal vacation to Peru will be. Or what your ideal vacation to Iceland's going to be. You'll get there. It will happen. It's just going to take a little bit of time right now. This curve will flatten. We'll be there. Yeah. And so why not plan ahead? Plan out a few vacations, future vacations. The world is your oyster. Plan it out. Check out those online tutorial video tutorials. This is how you country. <laughs> this is how you Sweden. I told you my brain was mush. This is how you Sweden properly. But no, like you have a lot of research out there already. Why not plan out a few vacations? Yeah, and if you are someone who's Get currently those ready. If you're someone who's currently struggling with wrapping your head around the fact that we will need to stay inside for an indefinite amount of time, a while, then what I'm choosing to think of it as is the more committed I am to this now, the less interaction I'm having outside with other people, the less I'm getting my grubby germs everywhere, the sooner we will get out of this. And boy, are they grubby. Very grubby. I've got the grubbiest germs around. So commit to it now so that we can all get out of this sooner. Yep. And just because you can't go out into the world to your favorite camping spot or, you know, whatever at this moment, backyard camping anyone, if you're able to have a backyard and, you know, a little space to pop up your tent, why not? It'll make you feel a little bit more connected, more grounded. Uh, and if you can't, if you don't have a backyard, why not living room camp? Kind of set up a blanket fort like you're a kid and just, you know, maybe open up a window, get that breeze going, <laughs> have the curtains open so you can still see the night sky. There's ways around this. You just got to get a little creative. 
who doesn't want to have like an old school living room slumber party if you share your house with other people some more time carefully but yeah i mean you know we can do little things like backyard camping living room camping just to make it feel like it's a mini getaway without having to get away another thing that you know probably have much more time for is finishing up those projects you've got going on. Maybe you were going to paint a bedroom, you got all the supplies, and then you just ran out of time to do it. Or, you know, you were working on a craft project that you just never finished. A quilt that is pinned but not sewn. Well, we just managed to find ourselves with a whole lot of extra time on our hands. So, no excuses. Get going. Or excuses, I don't care. Speaking about quilts, um... Mom, I'm still waiting for that quilt I was supposed to get as a child. (laughs) I'm just saying. Just saying, Mom. (laughs) I would like to say that the only quilt that I've ever had made for me was recent, and it was from my former fifth grade teacher. (laughs) Because she was that awesome. But yeah. That's that's the only quilt I have. I'm kind of sad about that. So if you have extra time and would like to make me a quilt, I would love it. I have one from my fifth grade teacher. Do you want my quilt? A family member I am no, no longer in contact with made us a quilt, and I don't have it anymore. It, I think Carrie might have it. No, I want... My mom was supposed to make me a quilt like she made my sister when she was a kid, but then, like, I'm the second kid, so that just didn't happen. <laughs> Oh, yes, to be a second kid. She made us cool Halloween costumes, and, like, the coolest one she ever made for me was, like, the yellow dress from Beauty and the Beast. I I was a witch pretty much every year. I had to wear my sister's costumes. The one year that my mom did make me a costume, it's now something that I realize it was probably not super acceptable. But uh, in her defense, I was really, really into Pocahontas that year. <laughs> What's up, Disney? Yeah. Yeah. I hope there's no pictures of that. Now is... Yeah. Burn those. Uh, Now is your time to finish those creative projects. And if you have, like, if your living comes from a creative source, now's your time to share your talent with the people. I think that's been one of the cool things popping up on the Webernets is that people are, you know sharing their talents they're doing they're playing their music still online for people they're sharing their classes that they teach with people online if you can share it set up a venmo what's the other one cash app people will try and help you i'm sure yeah and there's also websites like fiverr which is fiverr with two r's See, spelling it. Eh, eh. Can you spell that? Yeah, I want to spell it. Um, where you can offer your services, set a rate, and people can pay you for it right through the app or website, whichever. You... So you don't have to be giving away your talents. It's just making sure people know where to pay you. Yep. Um, again, we're not sponsored by any of these things that we're talking about either. We just want to share your options. Um, I don't know. If you caught it, uh, John Legend and Chrissy Teigen were at the piano and they were singing together doing a, a Instagram live thing and that was pretty fun. Did you see where you could vote on Twitter on what she wore? And of course everyone voted for a giant towel. The giant towel and she wore it <laughs> and it was amazing. But I mean, how fun is that? <sighs> so lastly, 
we know that it's very, very easy to get wrapped up in social media at this time. So maybe it's it could be good for you as it would for anyone to take a social media detox occasionally. We're not saying cut off social media for the entire time that we're all on lockdown. No, because we're slightly depending on it yeah. to stay social. But don't wade in it because it can be overwhelming. Especially there's there's a lot of good information out there and there's a lot of misinformation being spread. And you gotta look for a credible source, please, 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 before you share it. There's a lot of people going around saying, sharing things on social medias that aren't true Mm -hmm. and it's making people scared yep and another thing that you might want to filter out is depending on you and your needs might be travel stuff i know i personally on the one hand i do want to plan things and i want to dream of what my next vacation will be but on the other hand it makes me deeply sad to think about not knowing when that will be next so i've actually gone through and removed myself from a bunch of different travel groups because One, there's not a lot of information being shared right now that is useful. It's a lot of, do you think I should travel right now? No, bitch. Sit your ass down. No. (laughs) We all got to do our part to try and control what we can in this. And I found that travel groups, it's just a lot of bullshit right now. And I will rejoin when this is over. But for right now, I don't need to see a hundred variations of, where are you being quarantined right now? Slash... Can I travel? Slash, what do you... No, I'm, no more questions. <laughs> this is not a time for questions. We all just have to wait. <laughs> yes. And just because you've seen it shared and floating around on the information where it's like, my husband's wife's best friend's cousin, third time removed, said such and... They, do, they work for the government and they said this is going to happen. Don't share that. It's probably not true. And it's freaking people out. Please only go to credible sources and share only accurate information or don't share anything about, you know, the virus and everything that's going on. Yeah, share your firsthand experiences, but don't share stuff that is undocumented. Like, for instance, when, like, I will tweet about today on Home Office, I learned blah, blah, blah. This is what my personal experience is, but I'm not sharing, like, I heard that the virus was caused by... A fly that was eaten by a mouse that was eaten by a... You know, like, there's all these kind of news stories. One day it's a bat. And the green grass grew all around, all around, and the green grass grew all around. (laughs) I've heard four or five different stories about where the virus comes from. I heard one person say that, you know, the reason there aren't any cases in West Virginia is because they're not reporting them because the virus is really from West Virginia. What? No, it's not. Shut up. Man, why do they hate West Virginia so much? (laughs) Yeah. And along with the idea of not sharing stuff that is incorrect, don't share stuff that's racist. We don't need to call it the Chinese virus. We don't need to call it the Wuhan virus. We don't need to call it anything. It has a different name. Call it by its actual name. COVID-19. And if you aren't sure... Like, if you're kind of out of the dark about what a coronavirus is and everything, CDC website, World Health Organization website, those are going to be your go-to accurate information. And there's nothing wrong with educating yourself. Yeah, and the information will evolve over time as we get better information. But if something seems outlandish, it's probably not true. Yeah, 
So just be a good consumer of social media, please. Or don't consume it for a while. Give yourself a break because it's going to get overwhelming seeing so many posts about it in like a scary way. Yep. And if you need to, go into Twitter and filter out words that you don't want to hear. Because, I mean, I've already done that for other topics. There are certain phrases that grate on me. Like, oh, right, I don't have to hear this. Mute this phrase. There is one Twitter user who shall remain nameless who tweets the exact same tweet every single day. And I don't think it's that funny of a joke. (laughs) And so it's just like, oh, right, I can take this whole phrase, copy and paste it into my muted words, and I never have to see that tweet again. I like that. Good to know. I didn't know that. But yeah, if if you need to, if there is a friend that you still want to be friends with, but they're sharing a lot of stuff that you don't want to be seeing so much of because it's too much, put them on mute for a little bit. It's okay. It's totally okay. It's your social media too. Sorry, Sarah, I muted you for 30 days. You know, honestly, as you were saying that, I was like, oh yeah, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was kidding. I haven't (laughs) muted you, but I will if you want me to. But I'm just saying, you have these options if like kind of stepping away from it altogether but if you is harder for you but you want to mute out certain things because you're just tired of it do it social media is both a a blessing and a curse because there's very different ways you can react to it i'm just tweeting through it like whatever i see or experience i want i feel like i need to document it somehow which is probably a bit much for other people but like going to the store and seeing what random ass things are sold out why why are we sold out of one specific shape of pasta i don't get it i would like to say yesterday one of the things we ran out of that i didn't see coming was tofu (laughs) you know what vegans gotta hunker down too oh i know but that's usually like the stuff that's still Mm -hmm. available is for vegetarians and vegans but tofu yesterday it was like huh okay Okay. Oh, one day early on in all of this, our local drugstore ran out of tampons. I was like, are you bleeding more? Okay, so tampons, pads, and body lotion has also been in the category of <laughs> what? Like, why are these all I've gone? I've also seen stores that run out of condoms. You know, it's kind of for the best. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I, I don't disagree. Yeah, be safe, be smart. Otherwise, there's going to be a whole lot of babies in nine months whose name are Corona. It's coming, I promise. There will be a baby named Corona. No. (sighs) Please don't. Oh, God. We've talked about baby names before, you guys. Please be smart. Think about how they could be made fun of later. Yeah. Do you really want to be known as the virus baby for the rest of your life? My parents didn't understand social distancing. (laughs) anyways i think that wraps up this week's episode hopefully it gives you some ideas of what to do to keep yourself going keep yourself on a routine and the more we work together the better this can all go the the further apart we stay the sooner we all get back out into the world but remember washing your hands is like regular all the time daily life activities it's not just a now thing it's a forever thing yeah um do we have an extra tip of the week except try and look on the bright side we're all in this together Uh, i was just going to say that 
if when you do and if you can venture out into the world be nice to the people you interact with the people who have to work even when you don't because they're working very very hard to keep the rest of the world running and they're still trying to be positive and friendly while and at in work. a situation where they know their health is on the line but they're doing it for you anyway and it's yeah, it's stressful because there's other things going on that you may not see as the customer that, you know, the operation is trying to work on. So, yep. be kind. That goes for everyone. Yep. And then when after this is over, be kind to people. We're all on this planet together. It's better when we work together. That's the final message, I guess. It's like hand washing. It's not just a now thing. It's a forever thing. And But do that one for more than 20 seconds. Kindness and hand washing. You get 20 seconds of niceties. <laughs> But you don't have to wash your hands. You don't have to wash your hands for like an eternity in one go. This is not our new job. Solely just washing our hands forever. Never stopping. I'm always washing my hands. That's why I keep going through laptops. What? I'm always washing my hands. But I also have to work, which is why I've gone through like 15 laptops this month. Never stop washing your hands. Always wash your hands. Always have the water running. All right, Sarah's gone bonkers. Um, yeah, so that concludes this week's episode of Seattle to Unknown. Remember, it's an adventure. Even quarantine, especially quarantine. This is our new adventure. And I guess we're glad we can share it together still, but from a safe distance. A very safe distance. We are keeping the most distance. Internet high five. Five. Okay, bye. Bye. Hi, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of Seattle to Unknown. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating on whatever platform you are listening to us on. If you're interested in following us, look us up on Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. We're on all three platforms as at C to Unknown. That's S-E-A-T-O Unknown. Or you can jump right onto our website, www.c2unknown.com. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as at S-A-R underscore S, and Melinda is on both as at Hooligan Monster. If you have any travel stories or tips you want to share with us, please reach out to us at our email, which is c2unknown at gmail.com. Thank you, and we hope to see you back here next week. Bye! tiny bladder thinks you that is how we're ending that episode (laughs) fine i don't care (laughs) just put it after um the outro Mm -hmm.